0: grief is a powerful thing and whether we fully understand it or not it affects us almost daily in our lives we feel the weight of it we feel the effects of it whether it's a large traumatic event or a small minuscule one it's it's present it is there surrounding us constantly it's helping us contort our reality into something more manageable or lash out at someone in a sense to release emotion it is a part of our being Over the next few weeks, we're going to discuss each of these five stages of grief. And the goal here is just to develop a better understanding of how it affects you. Finding its place in your life and understanding which stage you're in and how to get out of it and how to accept it is one of the first steps of healing. So stay tuned and get ready for part three. You're listening to On the Rocks by Congratulations Network. Today's episode is bargaining. Trauma steals so many things from you. Love, joy, security, money, health, relationships, peace. Hell, in some cases, it steals all of the above. Trauma is like a thief. It breaks into your house when you least expect it and steals all of your most cherished items and leaves without you ever even knowing it was there. But worst of all, trauma steals your control. But once you've processed your anger, you find yourself wishing to regain control of that situation again. This is where bargaining usually comes into play. You start saying things like, please, God, if you help her survive this, I promise I'll be in church every damn Sunday. I'll even stop saying the word damn. Dear Lord, if you help me keep my job, I promise I'll start donating to charity. I'll even tithe. I'll give money to homeless people. You may even say, listen up, universe. If you take my cancer away, I promise I will run every marathon. I'll start raising money for the homeless orphan, abused, starved children with only one arm and three toes. If, if, if you'd rather sell your soul to the devil or make a deal with God if it would just take your pain away. But it's false hope. False hope is confident feelings in something that is simply not true. It's believing that grief is avoidable, that you can outrun this, that you can get away from this if you can only negotiate well enough. If you change this, I'll do that. You want your control back. You need it back. But let me ask you this, did you ever even have it to begin with? Living in desperation and searching for this alternative way to undo the shitstorm of trauma is just an ill-fated attempt at normality. It teeters on you actually re-entering your preferred reality. If you don't deal with it soon, you'll even fall two stages backwards in your grief, sending you back into shock and rage. You may also start finding yourself struggling with guilt. Guilt is kind of like the lowly sidekick to this stage of bargaining. It asks the annoying what-if questions to gain back the control and power you may have lost. You may find yourself thinking, what if I asked her to go to counseling eight months ago when I felt her pull away? What if I took my son to the doctor when he first started mentioning that his tummy hurt? What if I called an Uber instead of thinking that he was good enough to drive? Your guilt is just another ploy at bargaining, but instead of bargaining with some higher power, you're actually bargaining with yourself. Trying to undo what is in the past will only send you deeper and deeper into a pit of negative thoughts. While you're not quite ready for acceptance yet, you need to understand that the past cannot be changed. You can't alter history, but you can change its impact. If trauma has made you feel robbed of the control you had in your life, then it's time for you to learn more about the power of perspective. The only thing we ever truly have control of is our perspective, which is why you need to consider the potential for a post-traumatic transformation. Since you've made it this far through a traumatic experience, you've undoubtedly discovered various coping methods. This is where you need to take inventory of that resilience that you're adapting in real time. Being aware of the victories that you've had, both big and small, means that you can acknowledge that they were meaningful and significant. It means your trauma can help you better withstand other challenges you'll face in the future. Understanding your fears, your triggers, your coping methods, open you up for a more honest communication with yourself. It also opens you up with more communication with your friends and your family, It lays the groundwork for implementing a new level of empathy with others that are facing trauma. Look, I won't sugarcoat it. Perspective is a hard pill to swallow. I've spent years trying to study and understand pain and trauma, and the one thing that I know is that it's unavoidable. But we can learn how to utilize it, harness its energy that it creates in us, and use it to experience a transformation within ourselves. But when it's all said and done, even reframing the situation in your mind won't erase the sadness that's in your heart. And with the daunting pain of your trauma looming over you, you inevitably realize the truth. It happened. And there's nothing you or anyone else can do to change it. This is the moment where you see the cold, wet blanket of despair waiting for you. The next stage of grief. Depression. My name is Steven Woodson. And you've been listening to part three of the five part stages of grief blog series. For more information, please check out our website or click the link in the show notes for the other four parts. And as always stay safe, keep your mental health in check and keep growing. Thanks for listening to on the rocks audio blog from congratulations network. For more information, please visit our website at www.congratulationsnetwork.com.